you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads Agency. We've been struggling with Performance Max campaigns delivering faux traffic, bots, click forms. Then I have really good news. Shocked, to be honest with you, that Google rolled out. But that's not necessarily a honeypot, this little flytrap. This shocks me if you really start to think about the strategy that would need to be applied. This is a catastrophic error. We've been struggling with Performance Max campaigns delivering faux traffic, bots, click forms. Then I have really good news that I'm actually excited about and shocked, to be honest with you, that Google rolled out. However, before I get into the meat and potatoes of it, I'd like to say that I don't think this is a silver bullet. I still think we're going to be dealing with quite a bit in the way of irrelevant traffic. And it's because Performance Max is so reliant on display. And I think that a lot of this traffic is coming from display. And I think that it's coming in a way that Google's not able to block or see. And I don't really know what that means from a technical perspective. I don't know if they're using proxy servers, but for whatever reason, a lot of the click form traffic that we're seeing is hurdling other fences that we're putting up to. With that said, Google just gave us a really great tool that I've seen work really well with other campaigns. So inside of Performance Max, you're going to go to settings. You're going to scroll down to location settings as soon as it gives it to me. So under campaign settings, we have locations and then under the location selection, you're going to see location options, target, presence or interest, people in, regularly in, or who've shown interest in your target locations. This is a catastrophic error. And that's not me being dramatic, by the way. We've seen this be a catastrophic error for campaign types for years. When we were running real estate investment leads, I can't begin to tell you how often I would look at an account that was actually really well structured, but it wasn't performing as well as it could have. And when I opened it up, it was always this setting that was killing it. Because somebody who's in Miami is very different than somebody who's shown interest in Miami. A whole lot of people are interested in Miami that aren't in Miami. And that's true for every city especially every major MSA. So what you want to do is toggle down to people in or regularly in your targeted location. A couple of comments here. The first one is notice what Google says is recommended. This shocks me. If you really start to think about the strategy that would need to be applied in order to determine which of these two targets you're choosing would have to be specific to the business and the goal. How on earth can you offer a recommendation without knowing the business or the goal? This is a really good example of where Google softly stated where Google overreaches. And then what's interesting is they go on to kind of explain by default, your ads can show to people in regularly in or who've shown interest in your targeted location. So that's the default setting for performance max. And then they explain why. And then here we are. Alternatively, you can use other location options to limit the location types you target. I think this is going to be a, a massive help when it comes to irrelevant traffic because some of the traffic that we're seeing inside performance max, especially for lead gen campaigns, is producing what looks to be viable prospects. And I actually have another video on this that talks about how, I don't want to call it bot traffic, but we'll just say fraudulent traffic is a way bigger problem than we thought it was. And I've never seen this inside of Google pre-performance max. Not to say I haven't seen fraudulent traffic, just to say that I haven't seen it to this extreme. It was unbelievable. We were actually really excited. We're running these, these lead generation campaigns. The first one was for us because we were te testing it on our own account internally. And it was raining leads. It was amazing. And they looked real, real names. John Smith, john.smith21 at gmail.com with a phone number. But then Mr. Smith never engages, never returns a phone call. Or if he answers his phone, never remembers filling out the form. It's the weirdest thing that I still don't understand. In the video that I'll link to, I talk about how these click forms appear to be spoofing 
real traffic in order to game Google AdSense. And then there were some people in the description of the video that actually had some even better ideas than what I had. You might say, well, the why isn't important. And I'm going to respond to that by saying maybe it is because maybe you can fence around it with settings like this one. So one of the things that I think is going to help us is letting Google know we only want people inside of this targeted geography instead of allowing Google to go out and reach for us. This isn't as big a deal for e-commerce as it is for lead generation because for e-commerce accounts, there's a gate that has a monetizable event, which means if somebody buys from you, who cares where they are? They can be in Timbuktu, they gave you money. I realize that there's limits to that too, based off of shipping and fulfillment. But what I'm saying, like somebody in Timbuktu is not going to buy from you if you're only offering US or North American or European fulfillment. It just occurred to me that I don't know where Timbuktu is. So maybe it is, doesn't matter. Lead generation has gates that are easy to hurdle. So one of the things that we've been telling everybody is make your gates less hurdleable. And so one of the highest performing lead generation campaigns we have inside of Performance Max has 17 form fields. What's frustrating is that alone hasn't solved all of our problems. My buddy Ralph Burns at Tier 11 has a campaign that has 15 form fields inside of Performance Max and they're still getting faux conversions. So the faux conversions, it's not something that you can fix in its entirety. Don't talk to me about click fraud software because I, I can tell you that we've tried it and it doesn't work. But I do think that setting up the guardrails like we're setting up here inside of Performance Max where we tell Google, hey, we only want traffic actually coming from the specific geographic regions that we're targeting. I think this is going to be really helpful. It just frustrates me. Look at how well this is hidden, y'all. Look at how well this is hidden. Like you have to go into settings. That's fine. You have to scroll down specifically to the campaign settings. I'm surprised it's not in additional settings actually. And then we have to open up locations and then we have to choose our location and we have to open up location options. And then we have to be smart enough to hurdle Google's recommended option and choose people in or regularly in your targeted location. I think it's absolutely shocking that Google thinks that they know so much better than us. I'd be really interested too to know anybody who doesn't have this setting inside of their campaign. I'm inside of a Pmax campaign that I don't think we ever ran this, or if we did, we didn't run it for very long, which means, no, we ran it for a little bit. But if they're giving my old paused campaigns the feature set, then I have to imagine they're going to prioritize campaigns that are actually being utilized. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google Ads and you want to work with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google Ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com, that's S-O-L-8.com, to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. So let me know in the comments if you don't have this, A. B, the other thing that I'd be really interested in working with everybody on is, let me know if when you choose to toggle the setting and you run a lead generation campaign, if this solves the problem. And if it does, it means a couple of things. The first one is, it means that Google was intentionally delivering that traffic based off of its user engagement. And if Google was delivering the traffic based off of user engagement, then it gives us a sense as to how Performance Max is working. It actually gives us really significant insight into how Performance Max is working. We know that it's goal-driven, but that would mean that it's predictive in its goal, which kind of helps equip us in terms of how we deal with it in the future. And then we also know that Google's going to go where the traffic is cheapest. And that's not something that I've hopped on too much, but it's a soapbox I'm going to start jumping on more and more with Performance Max. Google is trying to maximize the value of its own inventory. That is a soapbox I've 
jumped on a lot. But what that means, among many other things, is Google's going to go where the traffic is cheapest. And that doesn't mean cheapest for you. That means that Google has a bunch of traffic that it can't sell to anybody that's trying to monetize. And so if it finds traffic that it's able to sell to you that suddenly becomes monetizable, there's our Timbuktu lead generation prospect now. And so what that means is the more faux traffic, for faux conversions you get, the more faux conversions you're going to get. Part of me, this is bold, maybe, but part of me wants to block non-essential locations on a server-side level entirely. Maybe that's not that bold. Maybe that's just the thing that we're supposed to be doing. Like, if you only sell to North America, and I know that there are some issues here, and there's quite a few depending on what your staffing looks like, but why would you allow traffic from any other location? I'd be interested in other people's stress test that, please, for me, and let me know if you have reasons that's violently flawed. I know for a fact that would hurt your organic, so if you're relying really heavily on organic traffic, then... Google doesn't like it when we dictate who can and cannot see content. But if you're not relying on organic traffic, that's a good way, I think, to help kind of put up these guardrails too. And I'll think through some other issues that we might run into in, in deploying a strategy like that. But the more faux conversions you're go you get, the more faux conversions you're probably going to get because Google's going to try to replicate success. And in this particular instance, you've, pro you've proven success. The other thing that I'd recommend doing, this is an idea I came up with on one of our YouTube lives, actually, is... Create honeypots in your conversion form. I'll give you an example. So here's our conversion form, and it's actually, it's two-part and, and it's long form. So here's the Solutions 8 conversion form. Now, if I wanted to create a honeypot for click forms, remember, these aren't necessarily bots, they're click forms. First name I need, phone number I need, address, website, budget. You've probably already heard me talk a little bit about this. If you select less than $5,000, we don't work with clients. We actually don't work with clients less than $10,000 unless they're in our incubator program. But the less than 5000 goes to a separate thank you page, and I don't count that as a conversion, which is a pro tip, by the way. You don't have to count things as conversions if they're not valuable to you. So let Google know what's actually valuable to you so it can replicate successes. But that's not necessarily a honeypot as much as it is a decision tree, and it's not something that's going to help guard against click farms per se, because we're not necessarily sure where a click farm would land here. But what you might want to do is have an option here, like how did you hear about us drop down that's pre-selected. And, and I'm not saying use how did you hear about us. I just mean pay attention to this drop down on my computer. Have an option here that's pre-selected that the pre-selection is something that no viable lead would actually select. So for instance, what I might say here is what's the status of your Google Ads account? And the first option is I don't want to run Google Ads. The second option is I have an active Google Ads account. The third option is I don't have a Google Ads account. I need you to create one for me. I'm suspended. I create a bunch of options that a real lead is going to choose something other than the I don't want to run Google Ads. Because if you're taking the time to fill out this form, and I'm kind of coming up with this on the fly too, so maybe this isn't the best example, but it's good enough to get you to where I'm going. If you're taking the time to fill out the form, this little flytrap makes the first option something that a reasonable, logical human would look at and be like, oh, well, that's not true. But if it's pre-selected, again, that's the key, and I'm a click form person, I'm going to look at this and think like, oh, okay, well, thank you. You've, I mean, with the radio buttons, you're just going to pick whatever, and I'm, you're not necessarily going to pick the first one either unless you're tabbing. But with the drop-down, if it's already pre-selected, you're going to keep going. That's not a foolproof plan, but it's a damn good one. It's a damn good one. I bet you that weeds out 60, 70% of them, especially if you make this multivariant on your form. You have 17 fields and you have two fly traps, and that gives you the ability to let somebody off the hook if you wanted to, if they missed one, but filter out everybody that captures two. And 
if they get caught in the fly trap, that leads to a thank you page that's not counted as a conversion. So what you just did there is you put Performance Max in a position to actually see who the real valuable leads are on the front end instead of having to do like offline conversion tracking and importing prospects, which could work on a long enough timeline, but not all of us have that timeline. So that's the idea. How did I do here? I think I did okay. Would be really interested to see what y'all are seeing. And y'all, when I ask for that, by the way, I'm not just asking you to comment so I can game YouTube, although that's part of it. This is new. And so the data that you provide me is actually really relevant. And I appreciate y'all's uh, engagement and input. Like, comment, subscribe. I'll see you tomorrow. So uh, since we started running Performance Max, we've encountered something that is really alarming. And it's nothing, I don't think it's anything new. I think it's something that we just never knew existed. It's always been here, would be my theory. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.